It's Pandarin Talk. Pandarin Talk. Everybody knows that it's Pandarin Talk. Pandarin Talk. Pandarin Talk. Everybody knows that it's Pandarin Talk. And welcome back to another episode of the Pandarin Talk. I'm one of your hosts, Jordan Mask. And with me as always, a man who's a very big cheater and a liar, Sean Dangler. <laughs> what? Just accusing me of things. Well, there's that's the only way you could have beat me in our bet, Sean. I no, I, I don't think that's how I beat you in our bet because um I didn't play. You're I, didn't, che- I didn't cheat. Deshaun Watson just was a better quarterback. You're than a cheater Mariota. and you're a liar. But this is defamation or slander. I, or I will it is. I will concede the match to you, Sean Dangler. All right. Um, for those of you listening who do not know. Me and Sean made a bet at the beginning of the season um, regarding one Deshaun Watson and one Marcus Mariota on who would be the better quarterback this year. Yeah. And the results were landslide victory for Watson. Not even close. Yeah, it was. Here, I got the stats right here. Um, So, Deshaun Watson threw 26 touchdowns and uh, nine interceptions. And while... um, Mariota threw eight interceptions, only threw 11 touchdowns. So quite the differential. He, he also had a few rushing, but. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't not, even look not at rushing. Believe me, I've, I've looked. Not enough. I, w- I kept forgetting about that. I wasn't concerned. And he was your MVP pick at the beginning of the year, right? Yes. <laughs> I had picked the Titans to be the best team in the AFC and Marcus Mariota to be the MVP. And uh, I was wrong. It, they just, yeah, they, they missed the playoffs because Blaine Gabbert could not lead them above the Colts. So, not to make excuses here, <laughs> but Marks Mariota did, like, hurt his arm the first week of the season to the point where he could not feel his hand. Well, that's, I mean, you just got to get a durable player like Deshaun Watson. who uh, The guy has torn his ACL twice in the past four years. Yeah, but not this year. Yeah. He was fine. Give it a year. <laughs> yeah, but, but not for next year. You're right. You're right. Part of it was dumb, just dumb luck. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think Deshaun uh, Watson had a good year. I can't deny it. Yeah. His team is going to the playoffs, um, was fighting for the two seed for most of the year. Um, Surprisingly, um, what two AFC South teams made the playoffs. Hey, man, I am not surprised. I All picked right. three of them to make the playoffs, I believe. Oh, my God. I don't remember, but I don't think I picked two of them. I don't know. Well, here's the thing. The yeah. AFC's bad. And two of the divisions are really bad. And people never want to realize that. So, Which two? The AFC East? The AFC East and the AFC North is also really bad. Yeah, the North is pretty pretty. It, it just gets held up because people remember how good the Steelers are supposed to be and the Ravens are. Yeah. But it's a very bad division. Um, well, I mean, all that matters is Deshaun Watson. Was a better quarterback this year than yeah, um, Mariota. Sean, I'll get you your bush light. Um, <laughs> you know, I already tried giving you, you the bush light. You already tried. I think the listeners need to know how you tried to get me the bush light. So uh, <laughs> we're filming this on New Year's Day. So recording ha- us, we don't have a camera. Oh, well, I'm filming it. <laughs> okay, Jordan has a camera. Um, it's 2019. It's really cold. So years getting off to a great start. Um, last night we went to a New Year's Eve party um, separately. We were meeting each other there. 
I brought six bush lattes to give to Sean mm-hmm. on my way there. Um, they started falling out of the uh, little plastic ring. And eventually I said, fuck it. <laughs> and threw the remaining beers on the uh, on the side of the sidewalk. And yeah. uh, they're probably still there. <laughs> um, we found them later and they were frozen and popped open. So uh, Sean didn't want them. No. <laughs> Um, so now I need to get Sean beer so again. Any anyone that lives in the East Village, um, kind of near uh, Court, I don't know it's Court Avenue, but along that side there, there's bush lights just waiting for you under a tree. It's there's like five, a cri- five of them five, over there. It's like a Christmas present. Yeah, I mean, Christmas. like I said, they were popped last night at like two a.m. <laughs> so uh, probably not very good, but it's there. Yeah. Um, but yes, Sean, I will get you your winnings. You won this round. We'll see. Um, That's right. I guess we can both be happy, though. Both of us kept our jobs, unlike many NFL coaches this year. Yeah. Um, eight coaches were fired this year, Sean, which mm-hmm. uh, we looked up before the pod is slightly above average, but not yeah, much. The average was like what, six or seven? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Which makes sense. You usually hear yeah. about like one per division at least, so yep. that makes sense. Um, any that you were surprised to hear happen? Uh, I think even though I had heard a report earlier, the Arizona Cardinals was kind of surprising in the sense of he was he's only been there one year. It's always mm-hmm. weird when a coach gets fired after one year. Like you got to do a spectacular, spectacularly terrible job. Yeah, to get fired after a year of coaching. Well, but as I as I read about why he got fired, it all made sense. Like just like it was just sloppiness everywhere, yeah. and he had only been a defensive coordinator for one year, so I was like, yeah, they took a chance on him. It sounds like it he was also like the assistant head coach for a few years before that, though. Oh, which is still like not the same. Yeah, but not only that, he also took over a team that was like a fringe playoff team. Yeah. And took him to the number one pick in one year. Yeah. And so I wasn't surprised after watching the Cardinals. But, yeah, the one-year coach thing is always a little weird. Um, I guess if I were to say I was surprised by someone, I would say the Dolphins coach. Oh, yeah. Because it never seemed like they were super bad, per se. Um, It just seemed like they never were able to, like, get over the hump. Mm -hmm. Which is, I guess, something that they fire NFL coaches for, but. It seems like he was a competent head coach. Yeah. Um, and maybe his team just wasn't very good. I think he stuck his um, horse, his wagon with um, Ryan Tannehill's horses, if, if that's how that <laughs> metaphor works. We'll but I think, that, I think that's part of the reason uh, from the report on ESPN I was reading is that. And, if you, and I think there might have been other things. But, yeah, Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. I don't know how that guy's still been like a starting quarterback in the NFL. Like, he's just good enough to get by. He's played well enough and got injured just enough where people can be like, "Well, it could like yeah, it work could. out." Yeah. And I think this year was finally the year they're like, "No, he's healthy and he still sucks." Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that, you're probably right. You know, which is kind of sad because like coaches get locked in with the quarterbacks. Yeah. And a lot of times they're not the people who pick them. Like, I think didn't they keep. I think the Dolphins kept their GM, and yeah. he's, like, the one who, like, wanted Tannehill and everything. So. Yeah. But whatever. I'm sure that guy will get another job offensive coordinating somewhere. Yeah. 
He also got the job because he was Peyton Manning's offensive coordinator, which is the equivalent of me being an offensive yeah, coordinator. Yeah, it's like you're not really doing that much if yeah. Peyton Manning's back there. Yeah. Handling that. So, what, whatever. What other what other jobs? Yeah, let me let me pull them all up. So, we have the Bengals who fired Marvin Lewis yeah. after like 15 16, years. 16 years. That's a lot. He should have got fired last year. Yeah. yeah. But they brought him back. And I feel bad for him because really this year was like their whole team just got hurt. And so it's it's not really past his, few years yeah, too. It's not really his fault everyone gets hurt. <laughs> yeah, I think his was more of a he was definitely a coach who did not make the team better, but never made it worse. Yeah. So I think they just got sick of being middle. They yeah, thought it's sixteen years is a long time. <laughs> I think I'm guessing the only one who was longer is Bill Belichick. Yeah. So that'd I mean be my guess. That's a long time. Yeah. Um we got the Bucks fired Dirk Cutter, who yeah. I think we both had thought and talked about like is not a good coach and probably should have been fired also last year. Yeah. So um, we have the Browns who fired Hugh Jackson. Who, which is understandable. Yeah, he played who, way better after Hugh Jackson. Who went 1-31, yeah. um, which is the worst yep. you can do almost. Um, the Dolphins, as we said. The Packers fired Mike McCarthy. Yeah. Um, pretty much the whole reason he got fired, I think, is because Aaron Rodgers is on the team and they, don't, they didn't win Super Bowls. Yeah. So essentially you got fired for that. Um, the Jets, mm-hmm. who I didn't know that that Todd Bowles had been there for like four years. I didn't know their first year he almost made the playoffs, and then pretty much after that they sucked. Well, yeah, that was a year he had like uh, Brandon Marshall and Eric Decker and Ryan Fitzpatrick, and their uh, offense was like really good. What is Eric Decker up to these days? Pretty much all three of those guys are like on the edge of retirement. Yeah. Like their bodies just like broke down after that year. Yeah. Um. Then we got the Cardinals and the Broncos. Who? Uh, yeah, the Broncos. I was trying to think. Is Vance Joseph was he there for one or two years? Two years. But honestly, I thought he was getting fired last year. Yeah, like he was last year's Steve Wilkes. Yeah. Well, they have, and I didn't know this about the Broncos when I was reading about his firing is that they had won. They had not lost consecutive, had losing records for a consecutive year since, like, the 70s. I was like, that's damn impressive to do that. The Rams had a losing record for 10 years in a row <laughs> during my life. <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty good. It's impressive. I didn't realize the Broncos have been that good, but I guess if you think L.A. was there forever. And, and but, Shanahan was just, like, competent for a yeah. long time. But, I, I mean, there's those Jake Plummer year, Brian Greasy years, they managed to be good, which is crazy. But, yeah. I guess it, I mean all it needs you to go is go eight and eight instead of seven and nine. True, but true. Still, dang good comparing. The yeah. Rams had a losing record for ten years straight. Yeah, which is like I mean the Browns are worse than that, but like it is damn impressive in the NFL with how much parity most of the teams have mm-hmm. to get, have a losing record ten years in a row. <laughs> you have to be a real dysfunctional organization. Yeah, yeah they were really bad. Yeah, they also. We don't need to get in the Rams. I'll, I'll go down a rabbit hole. Right, that's um, fine. I'm just saying, in general, besides like the Patriots, it feels, and maybe like the Ravens and Steelers. There's yeah. certain teams, but like teams cycle <laughs> through a lot. But like, there's some teams like to be that bad all the time. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy. Yeah, for for all the slack the NFL gets, there is like a, the best amount of parity yeah. of any league. Like, there's there was like one of these teams that we're talking about are bad. Are yeah. going to be good next year. Yeah. And there was, I think it was six new teams in the playoffs this year. I think. 
Yeah, that makes sense. And that's a half, yeah. literally 50%, which is impressive. And, like, yeah, the NBA or eh, I don't know how much. Baseball's really – there's not as many teams mm-hmm. getting in. But, like, the NBA is you pretty much know most. Yeah. Like, Maybe the bottom two teams out of each conference change, but that, but that's it. Like, yeah. you pretty much know. I mean, I think I think part of it is turnover, like player turnover. Yeah, it's it, your windows are much smaller in the NFL, mm-hmm. um, just because it's much more violent sport. Yeah, so you can be good one year, and you're like your running back who was two thousand yards last yeah. year can't run the ball this year because yeah. he sucks. Um, so compared to basketball or baseball, where you can have LeBron James on your team for ten years, or yeah. Albert, Albert Pujols on your team for 10 years and hitting home runs every game. What like, is with the Cardinals and not the Angels, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Angels are now feeling uh, Albert Pujols. But, uh, <laughs> so I, I, one thing I did notice, though, is the last two people we talked to about the jobs there who were like, these guys are bad coaches, yeah. they were defensive coordinators for one year. So maybe you don't hire a one-year defensive coordinator to be yeah. your uh, head coach. Maybe not. I would, I, but I bet the reason I, – I was thinking why they would do that, and I assume the reason is you're like, oh, we're going to get this guy before he stays a few more years and builds up his cred. I would assume that would be your thought process, and you're trying to buy him low a little yeah. bit. But it's pretty risky, I feel I like. I mean, I hope that's what they're thinking. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess maybe, like we said with Steve Wilkes, he had, like, organizational, like, experience before, so maybe yeah. they're like, he's dealt with head coaching stuff before. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, Sean, if you were to rank, let's just spitball here, like your top two or three right. of these positions that you would want to go to if you were the hot coach. All right. Who would you want to go to? Uh, who has the best quarterback? <laughs> um, That would be the Packers. <laughs> All right. But I don't – see, I, the Packers, though, Aaron Rodgers is, what, 35, 34? Mm-hmm. He's old. Honestly, like, it sounds weird, but um, the Browns sound very enticing with how much – talent they have on their roster young talent they, they have high-end young talent yeah. on cheap contracts and a lot of positions and, well i would say I'm, I'm i don't know baker mayfield had a pretty good year and I'm, i still was not a fan of why they took him number one arguably the best rookie year anyone's ever had <laughs> just saying and yet i still am like lukewarm yeah you're like eh. yeah i don't know i, I saw josh rosen play. maybe him. <laughs> um yeah, I I think they would be the top job because I they 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 also have like Miles Garrett, Nick Chubb's pretty good. They have Jarvis Landry who's a pretty good receiver. Yeah. They just have a lot of talent there and they seem like ba- Baker does have like a certain vigor to him that I think pumps up the team more yeah. than what like Jay Cutler if he had Jay Cutler out there, not that. Oh yeah. I I he his his chemistry or charisma helps the team more than it hurts. So this team definitely has like an upswing feel to it, yeah. kind of like the Bears did last year. Yeah. Um, not really the Rams. No one liked, so I'm not going to use an example. But like the Chiefs or something like that. Yeah. Like a team that's on the rise, and mm. like you could get in and propel it more. Yeah. Um, or maybe just get on for the ride and get yeah. all the credit. Um, I think the Packers thing's a little funny because I think when. Mike McCarthy got fired originally. Yeah. People were like, this job is like, should be the best job. Like, people mm-hmm. should want to come here. I don't feel that way with it because I feel like the pressure is so high. Yeah. Like, you have to come in and your offense has to be like the best in the NFL mm-hmm. and you have to compete for championships. Yeah. Otherwise, you're a complete failure and yeah. you're not going to keep the job as long as McCarthy did. Yeah. Um, and after these past few years, I'm not sold that Aaron Rodgers is like, is able to do that. 
Like he might yeah. be one of the best quarterbacks of all time, but I, I still am not sure if he could carry a team like that. Yeah, I don't. Aaron Rodgers is tricky. He is older, um, but it's a little bit of me that believes that he might tanked a little bit or didn't try as hard because of Mike McCarthy. <laughs> Just seems like they didn't get along. But I don't know. There, there is seems to be evidence, um, or I don't know from looking at our eye test type of stuff. That mm-hmm doesn't appear to be as good as he was and i think part of the reason is he just the talent around him i mean Devonte yeah. adams is good and uh the running aaron jones seemed to be good but it just seems like otherwise i don't know the talent on the packers i don't know it's the defense too I, it just doesn't seem like they have as many good players on their team yeah i i i agree it just <laughs> i mean they were a bad team which doesn't help like yeah. they didn't play well this year um, and who knows, maybe some of those young guys they have on defense next year will really blossom. Yeah. But it just it seems way too much pressure to want to go there, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe you get Lincoln Riley or someone like that who's an offensive guru, and that's what they want to do. They want to mm-hmm. go with the best quarterback, which is Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Um, and I could see that happening. Um, I've also read some reports that they're going to go like defense, which mm. seems almost counterintuitive. Yeah. Um, but maybe it's what they need. I Aaron Rodgers strikes me as a guy though who will like clash with something like that. Yeah, I, I'm pretty much. I'm now saying I'm not high on Aaron Rodgers, which is going to come back to bite me next year when he's the MVP. Yeah. <laughs> um, but whatever. Um, another team I do think could be really good. Um, is the Bengals. Yeah, I, I really think it, like either a you stick with Andy Dalton. Yeah, which I don't think they're gonna do with the new coach. I would guess a new coach is probably gonna want Andy Dalton. Yeah, he's probably in his thirties now or whatever. Yeah, pretty close at, yeah. at least. So, but even if you, let's say they go with a new quarterback, yeah, that talent there's like talent on the oh, roster. Yeah. Like you got AJ Green, Joe Mixon, Tyler Boyd, Tyler Boyd, you Tyler got Efert. You got some good players on defense. Um, no, I mean the reason they sucked is they just all got hurt. Yeah, like, that's why it wasn't really Marvin Lewis like we were saying per se. Mm-hmm. It was. Um, just everyone gets it. Whenever your whole team gets hurt, you can't do anything about that. No matter how good your team is, it's yeah. like pretty hard to withstand the, your quarterback, your receivers, mm-hmm. your uh, tight end all getting hurt. So, so, and I'm not sure where they draft. They might be like 18 or something. But yeah. if they're in the top 10, like add another top 10 talent there, and yeah, like no, I, this I could be good. They would be. Uh, I, the one thing I will say about the the Bengals is I think they have one of the their owner seems like an super cheapskate in the league yeah that isn't very and that's why marvin lewis probably stuck around because he was just good enough to keep the fans enticed but not terrible to like piss off the fans i guess yeah you're probably right there that's something they don't even have i i was reading they don't even i don't know if they have a president or whatever but they don't even have a gm because the guy won't hire a gm oh i didn't know that yeah so like i don't know how <laughs> if the owner makes all the decisions or if the coach kind of gets all those decisions I, but he, I don't know. The, I, I was reading a Deadspin article, so it can be a little more biased towards things, but they made it sound like that was why he's being cheapskate. Hmm. But I, I had heard in the past that he's like a notorious cheapskate. Yeah, he's not a good owner which in is, terms of a player's owner. I mean, which makes sense because they've had a lot of a lot of good players leave there in the past few years yeah. as well. Um, but, but you know, if you're speaking from a talent standpoint and mm-hmm. a team that has built-in people on the team, he would definitely – Bengals would be a good – yeah, good spot to go. To. I guess out of these teams, where's the one team you don't want to go? To? Uh, the um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Hundred oh, percent agree. <laughs> Unless I can walk in and just get rid of Jameis Winston like right away. 
So I saw a stat yesterday that they've had like four winning seasons in their entirety. Oh yeah, they have. I think they're the worst team in like yeah. record wise of the NFL because their first year they went. Did they go zero and sixteen yeah. or one zero and sixteen? Something like that. Like, yeah, they've been bad besides like the one year Gruden was there. And they yeah. were good. <laughs> so it's like one of those things where like they've never had a good coach, probably. Yeah. You can argue. Maybe Tony Dungy. Yeah. Um so he was their coach before Gruden? Yeah, he um, like made like pretty much Gruden came in first year and won with Dungy's roster. Uh, okay. So uh doesn't get doesn't get the respect he deserves there. But yeah, he was pretty much the reason oh. the team was good. Um four winning records and like 40 years yeah that's terrible so yeah i i agree you don't want to go there the team sucks your quarterback is a poison it seems like yeah right now. it just doesn't seem like he's a net plus at all for mm-hmm. the team like it's just bad for everyone it'd be one thing if he was good and like hassle off the field yeah but he's led the league in interceptions this year and he played half the games yeah so oh really or, at one point him and fitzpatrick were the two <laughs> leading interceptions people and they were, were playing half the games. Yeah. So. Oh boy, yeah. Your, de- your defense is horrible. Your offense. Like, who's even good on their team? Like Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Um, OJ Howard's pretty good. All right. They have some good offensive weapons, but you when your cor- when your quarterback throws the ball away all the time, yeah, have a quarterback. Yeah. yeah. So. Do that. Um. Any last thoughts on a uh, what coaching? A, I I cannot. I should have wrote down the list of teams. Okay, one more time. We got Bengals, Bucks, Browns, Dolphins, Packers. Really, the only ones we haven't talked about are the Jets. Oh, they suck. Yeah. <laughs> no one wants to go to the Jets. Yeah. Maybe the Cardinals. We haven't talked about that much, but again, those are just bad teams. That I would just go to the Cardinals so I could coach David Johnson, but that's it. Is he good? Do you think David Johnson's oh, yeah. good? I think he'll be fine. I think uh, the coach just sucked. I think it was a crappy situation. They just also don't have a quarterback. So, like, I'm sure teams yeah, are just stacking up against it. But, like, David Johnson is a good receiver, quarter, receiving mm-hmm. running back. So, um, he's versatile yeah. in many different ways. I don't know why. Well, I get why he signed his contract because he's trying to get paid. But he got that contract extension. But, um. Sounds like Cardinals never have a good quarterback besides like that Kurt Warner years there. <laughs> they had some Carson Palmer years that no, were pretty okay, good yeah, too. Yeah, I guess Carson Palmer was fine. I I'm not I'm not gonna make any judgments on any of these rookie quarterbacks. Yeah. To tell you the truth, which is something we should all probably do in my opinion. Yeah, because um, they played one year of NFL. Yeah, but a lot of these ones who look bad are on a bad team. So is it the chicken or the egg thing? Like was the team bad because yeah. they were bad, or were they bad because the team was bad? Yeah. So. Also, Carson Palmer quit the Bengals and got himself traded because he said he wasn't going to play for them. Yeah, and then he went to the Raiders and was bad. He did, oh, I forgot he played for the Raiders. Yeah. He went to the Raiders and then went to the Cardinals. Oh, man, I thought he went to the Cardinals. <laughs> I forgot that he had that. Nope. The Raiders dip. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, David Johnson, his fa- I had him in fantasy football this year, which, looking back, was not a good idea. <laughs> um He's also on my dynasty league. I have him, so I kind of have to hope they do well. Otherwise, <sighs> but he Eek. he would consistently get. But this isn't a PPR league, so it's not that great. He'd get like fifteen points. He just mm-hmm. didn't get as many yards in the in that stuff. But he gets targeted enough. But yeah, I think the coaching. Okay, I think if they get a good uh, like a good offensive coordinator in there. It might help. But mm-hmm. that that's it basically. Okay, so uh, 
I think we can probably be done talking about the bad teams that fired yeah. their coach. Um, yeah. The playoffs are set, Sean. Mm-hmm. Um, you excited? I, I guess. I don't know. It's it's like every year, you know. I mean, this is the best time of year. It I, is. The NFL playoffs are by far my favorite playoffs. It, they go quicker than all the other playoffs. Because yeah. it's just one game. You don't have to watch a series of them. Mm-hmm. They're, I, it's just more exciting to me. <laughs> um probably for that same reason where I can watch one game and says seven. But uh any matchups you're really intrigued about? I know we haven't really gone over much of them. Um do we I guess do we want to say who made it? Yeah. For the viewers. We'll um go through that. Um in the NFC the uh Saints got the one seed followed by the Los Angeles Rams mm. with the uh, second seed. Yeah. Um we got the Bears in the three seed winning their division. The Cowboys went in theirs with the fourth. Um I believe the Seahawks are the fifth seed, mm-hmm. so they'll play the uh, Cowboys. Impressive, but you just went through this whole And the month. Eagles are the sixth seed playing the Bears. Um, the, let's see if I can do the AFC off yeah. the top of my head here. Um, we have the Chiefs in the one seed. Yeah. We have the Patriots in the two seed. Mm-hmm. The uh, Texans in the third seed. Fourth seed would be the uh, Ravens. And uh-huh. then we have the Chargers in the fifth seed, and the sixth seed would be the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. Do I watch a lot of football? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I I, that's good. I was I would I did not know the seating as well. Um, my my early thoughts looking at this is, I would not be shocked if the Bears lost to the Eagles. Oh no, no way! <laughs> Which is funny because they could have played the Vikings. Like the all Bears. they all, all they had to do is not like beat the Vikings last week, and the Vikings would be playing them this week uh, in or er, in Soldier Field. Yeah, so like they they did this to themselves. Yeah, that, I guess that's true. They they now have to play Nick Foles. I just don't. Yeah, Nick Foles, who apparently is a really good quarterback. He is the greatest December to February yeah. quarterback of all time. Apparently, the thing is, what's going to happen is either the Eagles will stick with him. Or someone, I don't know. Okay, you don't think so. No, keep going. Keep uh, going. Or someone's going to sign him and he's not going to be good at all. Yeah, this happened once. The Rams did it once. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we'll trade for Nick Foles. Yeah. He had a great year. You want to know what he did? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, I think he's a right uh, right situation type of guy where he's just in the right, he's got the right people around him making him look good. The dude should just stay in Philly, be a backup. Carson Wentz will get hurt a few games a year, and you yeah. can come in and play average and have free drinks the rest of your life. Yeah. Um. But I, but still, I don't trust Mitch Trubisky in the play. I don't care how good the Bears' defense can be. You got Mitch Trubisky lining up at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like, something's going to go wrong. And the Eagles just have – I think they got a little swagger going on now. They've gotten their their uh, charisma back from mm-hmm. before. So I think they're they're ready to go. Yeah, I uh, think you're right. The only thing is, I've watched both these teams beat the Rams in recent weeks. Yeah. The Bears look scary. Like, really scary. If it's not nice out next week, that defense is going to pummel people. That's true. Um, They scare me outside of uh, pretty much any warm place. They would scare me. Um, Really, the both the NFC wild card matchups are kind of like defensive like games i guess you would say yeah, i would say that you got the seahawks and the cowboys uh, 
two teams who just like run the ball and play defense. Yeah. So with quarterbacks do enough to get by. Mm-hmm. I'd say Russell Hustle Bustle Wilson's a little better than Dak Prescott. Probably. I, I like him a lot less than Dak Prescott. Yes. <laughs> but he's probably a better quarterback. He can do a little more things. But yeah. I don't know. That yeah, that game should be uh, interesting. I, I don't really have any Yeah, I mean I don't know one of those teams is gonna win and probably get decimated the next week. Yeah. I, w- I would say if I were to guess that one of those four teams, which of those four teams could make a run, it would be one, I guess it would be one of the two teams, the Eagles or the Bears. Yeah. So. I think if the Bears handily destroy the Eagles or whatever, mm-hmm. I would say the Bears have a pretty good shot at doing well. Yeah. The only thing is, after that, they go to either L.A. or, wh- which one do they go to? I don't know how they the bracket goes the to. They seed, so they'd go to the Okay, so they'd go to L.A., yeah. which isn't as bad as going to New Orleans. I think they would get trounced in New Orleans, personally. Yeah. Um, I don't think they'll beat the Rams, either. Um, Did they beat the Rams this year? Pretty handily. Then why are you saying, why would they not beat them this time? Because it was in Chicago, yeah. and it was a very weird-feeling game, yeah. where, like, the game kind of turned. And yeah. I'm also, I've been harping on this for weeks. I think Todd Gurley's been hurt for, like, since the Chiefs game. Yeah. He hasn't played the past three weeks. He's not going to play next week, obviously, because they have a bye. Yeah. He's off. He's has four weeks off. Mm-hmm. I think he'll be better. Yeah. And Todd, a healthy Todd Gurley is dangerous. <coughs> so. Um, yeah, he killed my fantasy team. Yeah, he killed a lot of people's fantasy <laughs> teams, which is, it's kind of funny because you're reading, like, now you figure out who's actually good at fantasy football and who's just good at drafting Todd Gurley. Yeah. Because a lot of people just pretty much got to their fantasy championship. Don't worry. In the league, I had Todd Gurley, Patrick Mahomes, A.J. Green, Michael Thomas. I got last, did I get last place in that league? No, I think I got like fifth or sixth. I don't know. I did not do well. Sean, that will go down as one of the biggest what-ifs in sporting history. Yeah, I think it will because how the fuck did that happen? <laughs> you had the leading quarterback. Yep. The leading running back. And probably the leading receiver if it was Michael Thomas, right? I would guess. Yeah. You, I, you had Jared Cook for a bunch of, for a while too, yeah, a tight end. Yeah, yeah. Who has to be one of the top three tight ends. He, he was, and I somehow just kept losing. Wait, what positions did you did you not play the rest of the team? <laughs> uh my second running back was either Adrian Peterson, who I never guessed which week he'd do well. I was going to say, not bad if you got him on the right Otherwise, week. it was like the Ravens running backs. It was either Alex Collins or Gus Edwards at the end of the year. I don't, know. I don't want to talk about it. No one cares about fantasy that much. I'm just saying. Yeah, but that's I had a really good fantasy team that did shockingly terrible. There's going to be a book or a movie made about that team someday, <laughs> Sean. I, mean, I, I just want to point that out. That makes sense. Um, So, I guess in the NFC-wise... um. At least in my opinion, it's pretty obvious that the Saints and the Rams are going to be one of the teams making the playoffs. Yeah, like the they, they just seem like the best teams, yeah. in my opinion. Now, some people are going to argue that the Rams are not because of who they've lost to in recent weeks. But yeah, but let me take you back to the Todd Gurley point. So Todd Gurley's going to be healthy. Yeah, and they'll be fine. And they're not playing in Soldier Field. They're playing right. in either the warm so place or the, the dome. NFC, who I mean, I pretty sure i know who i'm going with the rams you're going with the rams see i'm sorry jordan but i think it's gonna be a hoot at type of thing i I don't know i want to pick the rams but it seems the saints just have had a 
a better year in terms of how good they've been consistently. They're good. Then I'm not gonna lie, they're good. Um, they have a lot of talent on their team. My the reason I'm optimistic about this, yeah, is I watched the Rams play them in New Orleans already, yeah. and they lost by a touchdown or I think it was like ten points. But they were in like they they were leading the game at one point yeah. in the middle of the fourth quarter, like early fourth quarter. I that's like the worst case scenario for them is they go in there and play like that again. Yeah, like I think they can do better. So, um, I don't think Michael Thomas torches Marcus Peters for a full game again. Uh-huh. So, I think the Rams are going to the chip. Going to the chip. All right, we'll see. We'll. Uh... I don't know if you're going to be down here, but we'll watch the Super Bowl together. No. Uh, oh, maybe the Super Bowl. I've now decided I will not watch another Rams game in my fiance's apartment because the last three to four games they've lost <laughs> was on that. I was sitting in that apartment. So what are you going to do when you're in Des Moines? You're just going to go to a bar, basically, and watch the game? I might not be back down in Des Moines <laughs> for a while is what, what it's coming down to. Well, uh, it, you're so crazy, It man. was one of those things. I was like, all right, this is a weird coincidence. And I went back, and I'm like, all right. The three games they lost this year, the last one they lost last year, and another one they lost last year. All, all at the, her apartment. All at that apartment. Mm. All right. Well, I hope to see you at some point. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe next week. Maybe the Rams will lose the first game they play. It'll suck. But yeah. Um, all right. Well, hey, let's, let's go to the AFC. Yeah, let's go to the AFC. Um, I I didn't realize the Chargers have a twelve and four record. And they're the fifth seed. They're the fifth seed, which is kind of, yeah, which is dumb. <laughs> it sucks, but, like, how often does this happen? Quite a bit. Maybe. No. Not a bit? Like, never. Never? Okay. Never is, like, the second best team in the same division as yeah. the best team. Yeah, so, I, but yet I'm still, like, afraid that the Ravens somehow will beat them. It just is weird. I Like, I like Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. but it just, like, I don't know. Maybe they're. I haven't really watched many of the Ravens games, but maybe they, their scheme works well enough with him and their running attack to do it. But like, I know Lamar Jackson is not lighting people on fire with his arm. <laughs> yeah. I I, I don't know how they're doing this well with yeah. what they're doing, but it's working. And they beat the Chargers a few weeks ago too. Oh, did they? Um, was it in Baltimore? I don't remember where it was. Yeah. Which it doesn't matter. Chargers, even if they play at home, it's yeah. away game. They've had them. sixteen away games this year. Which, <laughs> sorry, that sucks. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That one's a toss up because Baltimore has a really good defense. Yeah. Um, but the Chargers are have a really good offense and a lot of good playmakers on defense. Yeah. That makes it seem like their defense is good. So, and they also won twelve games, which yeah. means they're good. I I guess I would have to go with the Chargers though. Yeah. I, I trust Philip Rivers more than I trust Lamar Jackson. That's true. So I don't know. It might be it might be Phil Bo- Philly Philly boys Phillips Phillips. Uh, I want to call him Philly boy. <laughs> Philly boy. Uh, it's it seems like it's Phillips' year. I don't know. He seems to be good. And I I I like Phil Rivers. He led me to some fantasy glory oh, back yeah. in the day. Yeah. So like, I'd like to see him make the Super Bowl and that stuff and do well. So. It could happen. I mean, if you you would have watched that game against the Chiefs a few weeks ago, yeah. you would have said they could win the Super Bowl. But the the one thing that worries about me about the Chargers is their coach. Um, 
because they have a 12 and 4 record, but not that I'm aware of that he's getting talked about for coach of the year that much. True. And that's not a good sign because I feel like they went 12 and 4 and they last year they didn't make the playoffs. So, that's a good point. I never thought about that. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm not listening to enough stuff, but I feel like he's not regarded as a great coach and that's what worries me in the playoffs is that might manifest and shoot them in the foot. You know, I've never I never thought about that before. That's yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but no, that's, I still, that's a good one. I, I still like the Chargers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I do. I I got enough faith in Philip Rivers to lead them. Yeah. And uh, just looking pissy the entire time. On the oh sideline. fuck yeah! <laughs> that's one dude I would not want to piss off. Yeah. Him and his like twelve kids or whatever. <laughs> um, and then who's the other game? The Colts, Colts and Texans AFC South showdown. This is the game Deshaun Watson throws four interceptions, and I, I throw something through a window. <laughs> I would not be surprised if that happened. It just seems weird. They, yeah, the Texans ended with an 11-5 and five record, and what they started 0-3 or 0-4. Yeah, 0-3, <laughs> and they won 11 straight, I think. No, they lost. lost. Oh, did they really? They won 11 straight and lost two? Or 10, 10 straight. And lost and then 10 straight, lost two, won one. Yeah. So... They just didn't, they didn't seem like a team that would be good, but then... Whatever I mean, it's because they're playing the Jaguars and the Titans. Yeah, that helps. That helps beef up the record a little bit. Um, I mean, their defense is good. They got good yeah, defense. That's true. Right. Who's is Lamar Miller still their like go to running back? He was hurt. I think those two games they lost too. Oh, okay. So Andre Johnson's. <laughs> so that's dead. the only thing I'm kind of worried about is like they had Will Fuller at the beginning of the year. Got hurt. Yeah. Brought in Marys Thomas to like replace him. He's, He's hurt. Yeah, it's not like so like it's back to just DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, Which, I think that's a little tough because DeAndre Hopkins, man, I've seen some crazy catches by him. He's good. Yeah, he is really good. But yeah, if you don't have anyone else, it's kind of hard to take the pressure off of him. All that being said, I still think they'll probably make the AFC Championship. I would, oh. I would guess that they win this and beat the Patriots. So. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, yeah, I could see either. I could see either of these teams beating the Patriots. Yeah. Um, well, I think did they both beat the Patriots? I'm not for sure. Maybe I don't know. Or no, I, no, Texans definitely lost. So maybe both of them lost to the Patriots. Yeah. I don't know. But they, I don't know. It seems like they could. Andrew, I don't know. The Colts. Uh, good for Andrew Luck, by the way, who had to sit out an entire year. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Came back and has been has been good this year. So man, that him. would be a story if they end up going into New England and beating Josh McDaniels, who <laughs> didn't want to be their coach after yeah. he said he would be. So that'd be kind of funny. But yeah, I guess I'm I'm betting the Texans beat both of them. Yeah. Um, and if I were to guess, I would say the Chiefs are probably in the AFC Championship as well. Yeah. The thing with the Chiefs is the coach, Andy Reid, is just not a good playoff coach. I think this is overblown. The dude <laughs> did make four straight NFC Championship games and a Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, he hasn't won big, though. Who has? There's like six coaches <laughs> in Belichick. the There's like six coaches in the NFL who have won big. All right. Fine. Um, but the Chiefs, I don't know, with Kareem Hunt being kicked off the team, um, have they been as good as what they were before? Yeah. Some people say they have, but still it seems weird. So you would think they're not as good. Yeah. 
I read a stat where it was like saying how like the new backs they have are very like efficient at what they do though. Yeah. So they've been able to almost do better than Cream Hunt in some areas, uh, but not as good. Yeah. Like the only thing I worry about is that's you're depending on multiple variables there. Yeah. Opposed to a Just good a football guy. player. Yeah. So um yeah, that scares me a little bit. Um I, I, they're just so good. Like, yeah. I mean, as long as, like, Tyreek Hill, I know he was, like, hurt. I don't know if he's still hurt or whatever. I don't know. But if he's hurt, they're screwed, kind of, in a way, because he's so fast and can just do, like... Who, who's more important, you think, Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey? Um, I don't know how good Kelsey has been this year. I think I think he broke the record for most yards by a tight end he's, or something like that. He's been pretty good. I get it. I don't <laughs> know. I still think Hill is, because Hill is just so much faster. Yeah. But everyone on the field and so like that's just it seems like yeah if you watch him he there's there's a level everyone runs fast at and mm-hmm. there's another level he can go to yeah above that level it's one thing to be able to like stretch the seams yeah. like he you have to have someone like deep yeah because otherwise he's taking the top off yeah like every play so that's something that is tough to account for and i i agree i think he's more important yeah um yeah they're just so the they threw 50 touchdown passes this year. Yeah. Like, when teams do that, they usually make the Super Bowl. Yeah, so. that's true. I know. And, and yet, the thing is, as much as people, and it's understandably so, saying the Patriots are trash this year, God. they're bad, they don't have anyone, it still would not surprise me if somehow they pulled it out of their ass and want, got into the Super Bowl. <laughs> so I would still love a Rams-Patriots Super Bowl for revenge reasons. <laughs> for revenge. And then the Patriots win and Tom Brady retires. <laughs> Then I stop watching football forever. <laughs> is what what will happen there? Okay. So, um, do we want to do? Uh, we'll do another pod before probably the big game at least. So I guess we'll hold off on yeah picking gonna, that. I, my my Super Bowl picks would be the Saints. I'm, this, 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 I'm going out there. I'm going Chargers, baby. I'm feeling oh. Phil, Phil Rivers. <laughs> I thought you were gonna go like. Going out there, man. I'm picking the Saints and the Chiefs, the number one seeds. <laughs> I actually I was debating between the Patriots and the Chargers, but I want I just I want to give my good vibes to Philip Rivers. So okay, so I'm going with that. Yeah, I mean I'm not going out of much for him. I'm going Rams and Chiefs. Like yeah. I said, I think the Rams are the best team, and the Chiefs have thrown 50 touchdown they passes. Played each other too. Yep. Who won? The Rams. The Rams. And it was a good game. Yeah. exciting game it would be oh yeah that was like the 54 51 yeah like no one could stop anybody yeah, that'd be the best super bowl just pure offense yep and aaron donald would just go crazy again yeah so no that sounds good um yeah i think that's uh we've talked about nfl enough here sean uh mm-hmm. sean i'm gonna let you lead the rest of this because you've had a very exciting couple weeks with some experiences oh yeah um, sean let the listeners know uh, what you've been up to. What have I been up to? All right. So last week I got invited to a friend's birthday uh, gathering. And the gathering was at uh, the uh, Pro Wrestling Revolver promotion. Ooh. Yeah. It's an indie pro wrestling uh, thing that happens in Des Moines, I think, every few months, basically. Okay. So it was a bunch of wrestlers, not Des Moines local. Uh, wrestlers. There's a lot of people, wrestlers who have been on Impact mm-hmm. Wrestling. I, from what I've, from my brief research of some of the names, okay, I think some were just ra- other random, but I don't think it was a, many Des Moines specific. There was um, a couple WWE people who had been in the WWE, mm-hmm. Rick 
the Rick Swan or yeah, Rick Rick Rich Swan. Rick Rick Swan, who was uh, in the two hundred five division yep. or whatever. Yep. He was a title holder for a bit. Yeah, he. Uh, I believe he had the title. Um, he was like the second champion or something like that. He was he was good at yeah. two hundred five live. Well, let me Rich Swan. Sorry. Okay. It's Rich Swan. He is a very small guy, which makes sense because he's in the cruiserweight division. Yep. But he can fly around. He, he could. It's very acrobatic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Tommy Dreamer, who I had no idea who he was, but he was big in like ECW yeah. and like the or, or late nineties. Like. Yeah, it sounded like the ECW is like what his big thing was. Um, but he did get. He was in the WWE for a bit after I think they bought him. But mm-hmm. like, he, I don't know what his like stick was or anything. He beats up people with like a kendo stick, I think. Oh, uh, okay. I so, think he did do that. So pretty much, <laughs> you ever hear anybody talk about ECW? All they did was beat beat each other with shit. Just like hardcore yeah. wrestling. Yeah. So yeah, he he was there. I mean, he's like forty seven. So he like obviously isn't going to do anything like too crazy. He mm-hmm. was, seemed like he was a technically sound wrestler in the way of okay. He wasn't blowing anything, but he wasn't like jumping off ropes or anything crazy. Okay. Um. Those were the two, like, ones that had been in, like, that WWE probably had been on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a few of the wrestlers had there had been signed maybe to NXT and then just then oh, yeah. didn't make it or for whatever reason left the company mm-hmm. um, type of thing. I could probably pull us up to get more wrestlers, but I don't know if that really matters a ton. Uh, but they... Um, <laughs> they uh, I don't know. It was, it was very entertaining. I'm trying to think of... I, I mean, I could go through the card here. Just talk real quick. I'm going to well, try I mean, to figure out So, you were telling me that Rich Swan, who I would assume would have been like a huge baby face. Yeah. You were saying he wasn't even the people... He was like the heel in the match, right? Like, yeah. He so wasn't getting he, cheered. He was wrestling. I believe the guy's name was Larry, and literally Larry was like a big, fat, white guy. Was like, he from the area or something? That's why I don't know, but he connected way more with the Iowa folks than Rich Swan did. And I don't. I assume that's like um, what it uh, turned, what it needed to be. Uh, like they made that, like it didn't switch mid match or anything. No, indie shows, from what I've heard, are very like cut and dry. Like here's the good guy, here's the bad yeah. guy. It's not like WWE where like the bad guy gets cheered a bunch. Yeah, I think the good guy usually gets cheered and the bad guy doesn't. Um, so. Yeah, it, it was, they, they like, Rich Swan. he put on a good show, but yeah, the crowd was totally on Big Fat Larry's side. Because literally, Rich Swan's a tiny, very acrobatic guy. Rich yeah. Swan is just this big, uh, out of shape. L- Larry's big, out of shape. Larry, yeah. big, out of shape guy, and would just, like, just do, like, lay on him or whatever. I don't know. Hmm. Like, that type of stuff. Okay. Um, I guess another question I had for you, was there a championship match? Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, was it like their heavyweight title, or was it just like some rant? Was it some random like mid card title? It was. There was a one night tournament to crown the first revolver champion. That was like okay. So they had like a couple matches early on of some random wrestlers, um, or good wrestlers. And yeah. Then I, I think at the end we left, so it was started at eight. We left at eleven, and that match was the last match to go, and that had not started when we left. But it was three hours, which is much too long to sit there and watch a wrestling show for me. Yeah, that's a long time, especially when half the people you don't know. Yeah, it 
it's one thing to go to WWE and be like, oh, I know this guy and this guy and this guy. Yeah, an indie show would be, ugh, be tough. Um, I will say, I looked. You would ask me like, hey man, you could probably come to this if you wanted. Yeah. Um. So I kind of did, did a little research. Yeah. And they've had some like big name people come there recently. Like, um, I think Pete Dunn was one of the people I saw in there. It was like a champion recently. Oh yeah. And he's like one of the hottest people on NXT right now. Really? Yeah. That's cool. So uh I was like, Oh, this guy's pretty big, like that's kinda cool. And Rich Swan, who I'd seen on there before, and I knew knew of him, so there are a few decently named pe- like decent names on the card beforehand. Oh. Uh Larry's name is Larry D. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here, I'm looking at this match. So oh so the first match, oh I who was it? I think it's DJ, oh, it was the first, the first match was a tag team for the tag team, revolver tag team title match. Yep. Whatever. Guy, one of the guys comes out in a, like a, a, a suit that just has neon lights just spraying all across it or showing off all about it. Yeah. It was crazy. That's basically all that was great about that match. <laughs> all right. So I'm looking at the wrestlers here. Um, this Sammy Callahan is the guy who owns this. I don't know if you've ever heard of Sammy Callahan. Na- that name rings a bell. He, I think he might have been with NXT for a hot minute. Um, but he, he owns this. His brother lives in Clive, is from what I understand. And so he he uh, wrestled in this like tag team match, of th- like a three-on-three tag team match. Okay. Um, and uh, he was uh, – they, they, they were good. Trying to look here, there's a guy named Shane Strickland who wrestled in a match, and my my buddy Tommy I was with was saying like he should be in the WWE or at least in NXT like, and he was really impressive to watch wrestle. Okay, so, um, yeah, I don't know. There there were a lot of like all the wrestlers were good from my understanding. There, one of one of the funny things was. The second match after the title team, this guy comes out and he's talking about, I don't remember, whatever. He was the heel. Mm-hmm. And at one point, he's just like, girls can't wrestle. And so, in like, I guess in indie wrestling, it's totally common for men to wrestle women. Yeah. women. And th- so, this girl comes out and just beats the crap out of this guy. Like, <laughs> he doesn't get, it's kind of like a joke match in a way because it's just showing this guy just getting destroyed by this girl. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> okay, I forget that. So she did, like, her finishing move one time. Then they came out, called the match. She gets out of the ring. Comes back in. Does it again. (laughs) Goes back out. Gets halfway up the ramp. And the ramp's not that long. It's literally, like, 15 feet. Yeah. Comes back. (laughs) Does that. Then she leaves. And the crowd is yelling, encore. Comes back out and does it a fourth time to him. So, wait, what was her finisher? Ah, uh, it was like a pile drive type of Oh, so she's picking him up every time doing Oh, this. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a pile drive. I thought it was like maybe thing. like an elbow drop or something like that. I, I'm pretty sure it was like she picked him up and just dropped him. Awesome. Yeah. And it was funny because, you know, with her, every time she came out or she came back in the ring, her music would kick back in. <laughs> and so like everyone was just waiting for it. Um so yeah, she she was good. And it's funny, it was weird because yeah, after that after the wrestlers' matches, they at indie shows they just come and hang out. Mm-hmm. They're just like in the back, either by the merch tables, like hanging out with each other. 
But like Rich Swan just like came up and talked to my friend and I for a hot second. That's pretty cool. About like one of the wrestling match going on and some cool move like somebody did. And I was like, I have no fucking idea what you're talking about, but Tommy knew. So do you think could you beat up Rich Swan? No. No? He's I I mean, I have the length and the height. And probably the weight. Probably the weight, but he's got the muscle, probably, I would say. Okay. He looked like he was just pure muscle. Okay. Outside of, uh, I mean, he's not like, I wouldn't say jacked, but like, there's no fat on his body. Yeah. I mean, I've seen the guy on WWE, and he looked pretty stringing bones, but that's also against like WWE guys. Yeah. So, yeah, well, he looked small against that. Also, I, I looked up the uh, Callahan guy. Yeah. Yeah, he was a uh, Solomon Crow on NXT. At one point, he. Before that, I believe uh, he was a Dean Ambrose's uh, tag team partner on the indie circuit. Oh, really? Yeah. So, I do I do know who, who it was. Yeah. So No, he was a good wrestler, too. So, there was, oh, ACH, New Japan. He's, he's listed as a New Japan star. Um, he, uh, so, like, he was in the, the three-team match, or the three-team tag team match with Sammy Callahan. He was going against him. And he got, like, highlighted in this match. Like, he did a lot of things. Okay. And then it came out after the match. And this kind of what dropped the show on is that they, like, basically were, like, complimenting each other after they did the match. Because it sounds like ACH, they didn't say where, but they made it hint like he's moving on to bigger and better things. Which basically means probably the WWE. Because I believe someone said ACH had already been in, like, Ring of Honor and done that. Oh, really? So, but as ACH said when he was leaving... He's like, I'm going to go to the Other World Tournament and defeat Goku. And I was unaware of the Dragon Ball Z reference, and I had to look it up, and then I <laughs> caught what it was. <laughs> I guess I don't know what that means for his WWE, but yeah, that seems like something I would show up in, on an indie show. Yeah. So um, uh, There was also this guy, Jimmy Jacobs, who he was in. Um, so he was in a hardcore match. Um, and I don't know. So like, I guess... A lot of things about indie shows is they probably have a hardcore match where they actually um, like do some crazy stuff. Because in this match, in this match, uh, Jimmy Jacobs at one point, who I forget who he was wrestling, uh, but he basically made oh our Eric Cannon. He Eric Cannon can they made Eric Cannon bleed. He like st- he like stabbed. Eric Cannon in the face or mm-hmm. whatever, or in the in his forehead. Yeah, and I was like, "Is that real blood?" And they're like, "Oh, that's real blood." And so he was bleeding, and I was like, "Oh my god, this <laughs> is terrifying." Uh, but I guess Jimmy Jacobs used to be a writer for like WWE and hated it so much, and he got himself fired to come back to just be a wrestler. Yeah, I think that happens pretty regularly as well. Yeah. So, so I, the hardcore match. So the hardcore match was a hardcore present match or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they had presents around the ring. So yes, the Christmas tree got used at one point. Um, at one point, they pulled out from under the stage um, a gift wrap present of plywood, and so they had the plywood, and it was like huge plywood. So they just set it up and just ran each other in the plywood and would hit it. Um, and so. I don't know. There was a lot of different. I could talk about way a lot more. Um, yeah, there's a, a tag, one of the tag teams who wrestled with ACH was the besties in the world. They're pretty funny. Yeah, I, I see them there. They they look like guys from like NXT, but they're not those guys. So. Yeah. So 
Uh, here, I'm just looking at one of the guys. Shane Strickland was really good. Um, really? Yeah. So I, I think that Brian Cage guy, I think I've seen him somewhere. He, actually, I think he didn't. He was not there, actually. Oh, really? I think he had something come up, like a family thing. Because Tommy Dreamer wrestled. Shane Strickland? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he wrestled Shane Strickland. And then someone else was in that six-person open invite scramble championship. Okay. Um, yeah, let me look. I'm pretty sure I've, this Brian Cage guy, I've seen him somewhere before. Or maybe he's just a big dude who I think I've seen before. Yeah. Ace Austin in the uh, – there's a wild card three-way match. Mm-hmm. The only thing I remember about him is that he did, like, a magic trick or something and then pulled out his ace as his intro, <laughs> like an ace card. <laughs> like, God damn it. <laughs> so Creative. Here is my – that was a lot of talking about indie pro wrestling, but this is my favorite part of all of it. Yeah, let's hear it. It's the Open Invite Scramble Championship. There is a wrestler. His name is Man Scout. Okay. Man Scout, his character is being a grown-up Boy Scout. <laughs> And so one of his things is gimmicks is when he wrestles, he has a scout book. So he has to pull it up and read it to know what move he needs to do. So he does that. Not all the time. Occasionally. Not the best part. Because at one point during this match, so it was, a one, it was six people all wrestling each other, first pin. Yep. Which I guess, and maybe they do this at WWE, but when the announcer yells first pin, everyone goes, first pin, or something like that. So usually they'll go, like, one this pin. is one fall, one and fall. yeah, people go, one fall. Yeah, that's what it was. So, Man Scout at one point leaves the ring, goes backstage, and comes out with a fully intact tent. <laughs> <laughs> and he takes the tent, throws it into the ring, and then proceeds to get everyone basically in that tent. All the wrestlers go into the tent. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? And uh, they got out because one of the wrestlers. I, I would guess. <laughs> yeah, they did not stay. Um, but then Man Scout's other move he had was he did Scout's Honor as he was on top of the rope and fell backwards and would headbutt someone. <laughs> this guy sounds interesting. Like That sounds like a good indie gimmick right there. Oh, it was a great gimmick. It was by far my favorite part of the show was him because it, yeah, it was it was a total gimmick, but it was very entertaining watching him um, do all this stuff. Yeah, that... I don't know. He that was my favorite part of the show was Man Scout. <laughs> I guess Man Scout is also does like stand up comedy on the side too. <laughs> does not surprise me. <laughs> uh, but basically. Like, the wrestlers were all great. I will say that. Like, all of them seemed to be good wrestlers. Uh, the one thing about the show is that was not... The production quality of the show kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, you'll get that. Like, it just, like... You could tell, like, they, they... I guess they put it online and that stuff. But it's, like, literally just, like, a normal, like, consumer-grade camera. And mm -hmm. then a couple guys. Like, Man Scout announced a few of the matches. And then when he wrestled, someone else came in. That so, wait... Do you hear the announcers? No, you don't hear any announcers. Okay. And that's like the thing. I can't remember from WWE. Did, you can't hear the announcers during WWE, right? No, no. Yeah, and that's the thing I think that made the show feel a little longer. So you're just not hearing anyone announce over it. So it's like, yeah. I was like, man, these matches feel really long. And they're like, nah, they're not really that long. It's pretty much usually just the announcers make it seem not as long. Yeah. That's fair. So what would. Was it more fun than when we went to SmackDown? No. 
Does it help that we saw Randy Orton put some guy through a table? That's yeah. <laughs> we we had I the was, hardcore I was, match. I was also drunk or not drunk, but I was tipsy at um, SmackDown compared to I did not drink at, at pro wrestling. Yeah, see that's your key. Those you got to get drunk at. Yeah. You got to get rowdy I, at an indie I, show. Yeah, and that's the thing. A lot of the crowd was rowdy, and I was shocked at the pro wrestling revolver. How many women were there? There was like a, I don't know if there were a lot of girlfriends. I was gonna say. I wonder how many of those went wives. by themselves. But like I was shocked how many women were there. Um, not as many kids though as compared to like the WWE. Yeah, I I can believe that. It's very. I would, WWE gets a lot for like its PG rating. Yeah. Like it's very like clean fun. Yeah. Where indie wrestling is not. No, and that's hence why one of the matches a guy was just bleeding during yeah. the match. So that makes more sense. You actually, if I saw kids there, I'd be like, Ugh. there was a few, but not as many. Like WWE, it's like everywhere. There's kids. <laughs> like, it's majority kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I get that. Um, but cool. It sounds like a good time, Sean. Yes. Um, you didn't run away to join it, so nice. I am not big enough to. That's a lot of work. You Bull honky. <laughs> you put on twenty pounds. You're bigger than three fourths those guys and on that place yeah muscle i did not have that muscle hey man give it a few weeks a few steroids you got it buddy (laughs) all right but yeah no sometime we'll go to one together okay if one comes up yeah we know of uh otherwise i'm just waiting on wwe to come back to des moines because it's been a bit yeah they'll be back don't worry they always come back um sean you saw something else (laughs) that you were super excited for yes what is it Holmes and Watson, guys. I went and watched <laughs> Sherlock Holmes and John Watson portrayed by Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. Also known recently as the movie that was so bad, Netflix didn't even want to buy it. Really? Yep. Like when they were putting it out to like would distribute it? Yeah, they are like, ooh, this might not do well. Maybe we'll just sell it really? to Netflix. And Netflix is like, yeah, we don't want it. I didn't know that. It's not that bad. <laughs> Okay. The reviews are terrible for it. Okay. So I, I made the mistake of reading, not really reading, but seeing reviews of it before I went. I was like, oh, man, this movie's going to be really bad. Like, should I go? But my wife and I decided to go. <laughs> and um, I will say this. is It's it's not it's not as bad as the reviews are, but it's, uh, it's not great. Uh, but it hits all the Will Ferrell, John C. Riley stuff. Like that's literally okay. It. If you if you want to go to like a Will Ferrell movie, like it's probably worth seeing once. Okay. Like, so, is it one of those things where, like, I'm sure if we watched like Talladega Nights or Step yeah. Brothers today, we'd think it's so stupid. Yeah. Is it sort of like that, or is it just a bad version of that? That's the thing. Like, I don't know if if this movie came out before those movies, if it, it would be regarded as this bad, or if it would be that or we've just seen it so many times with will ferrell kind of how it works mm-hmm. that we're just not really surprised by what he does okay anymore i don't know it's just really it's really this it's stupid comedy dumb things happen but there's funny things i was gonna say i mean what do you expect yeah who is going to this movie expecting something else I, yeah i don't know so i mean from what you're telling me, it sounds like it's worth a watch. Yeah, not probably going to the theaters, but once it's on cable or something, and Netflix makes a good decision of actually bringing mm-hmm. it on. I think it, I think um, 
Yeah, I think it's worth giving it a watch. So, do I need to watch it on premium cable, aka where I hear swearing and stuff, or is it probably because I think I can't remember specifically, but I'm pretty sure there's probably scenes they'll edit out. Okay, not on. Okay, I think Comedy Central would probably be fine. They usually do a pretty good job. But okay, well, I will. uh, I'll keep that in mind. I know. I know when we went through our movie preview, you were pretty high on going to see that. So. uh, I was hoping you enjoyed it, you know. You don't go to a lot of movies anymore, so. Yeah. It was good, though. Good. Good. Um, Sean, the last thing that you've done recently. Yes. You further extended your cowboy. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen any spurs here at your house yet, so. No spurs, uh, no six shooters. You're, you're not totally immersed, but, uh, Sean, we need an update. How How's the Red Dead coming? Well, Still in chapter two, which is the chapter I was in last time. <laughs> that you've been in a month. Yes, because this is why. I think I've told people, I read the plot, so I know entirely what happens in this thing, mm-hmm. which I think, now looking back, was a good idea, because I, I'm doing all these side quests with no urgency to get to where I need to go. And so I... I've just been doing a shit ton of dumb side quests to try to 100% this damn game. Yeah. And, like, some of them involve shooting five birds, flying birds, from a moving train, <laughs> which is goddamn ridiculous. <laughs> I can just picture you riding a train, just pew, Well, this, pew. Is the, this is what happens, is you get on the train, and if you shoot at one bird, then the people on the train, the guards on the train, are like, hey, what's going on? And then they stop the train. So then you have to get off, ride your horse somewhere else, buy a ticket for a train, ride that train for a bit, wait till it starts moving, then jump on top and start the whole process over again. So Time it, consuming. It took way too much time for me to do that. And also you can't ride the train at night because there's not as many birds out at night. So you had to do it like during the day. Oh, man, it's all the side quests. It can be exhausting, but God damn it. I get to be a cowboy, and I love it. The one, uh, uh, there's a couple things, other things, is that I, uh, I'm real bad at keeping my horse alive. <laughs> How many horses have you killed, Sean? Uh, three or four. <laughs> Damn. Not because, like, I shoot them. It's because I get into a gunfight, and they just shoot my goddamn horse like terrible people. Maybe you shouldn't get in gunfights on your horse. <laughs> I've learned that now. <laughs> uh, I've tried to just leave my horse behind, and I'll just go in and do the dirty, dirty if I have to. Yeah. The thing is, like, it seems like anytime I tame a new horse and I get a new cool horse that's f- way faster than the horse you're given in the game, mm-hmm. I get killed like, like five minutes later on it somehow. And I'm like, I had this beautiful, I don't know, it's a Nakoda blue horse. A stallion. It was gorgeous looking fucking thing got killed and i was so upset <laughs> the goddamn bounty hunters i hate bounty hunters in this game my bounty is like 200 bucks i was gonna say stop doing stuff to get bounties sean the thing is i have to sometimes you gotta do the bad to get the good and my bounty is high in some places where they send dogs after you and you have to kill the dogs and your honor rating goes down because you kill the dogs but it's like they're trying to kill me. How does this a bad thing? It's terrible. Life's rough for a cowboy, Sean. It is. You know, the well, old the old west was not a nice place. I know. And I had 
had a pretty good honor rating going, which means you're more good than bad. <laughs> and then there was this mission where you needed to go take this I wagon thing, and you had to steal it. And I thought it was at this heavily guarded area. I thought you just had to go in guns ablaze and kill everyone, <laughs> grab it. No, you did not. Yeah, see, that seems like something a bad guy would do, Sean. That's what happened. Is I went in thinking, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do, and my honor rating just tanked because I was just murdering all these innocent people. Sean, just killing a bunch of innocents. And then I took, then I got the wagon, and then I was talking to at the party last night, my friend Matt, and he, we were talking about Red Dead, and I told him I did that. He's like, oh no, you're just supposed to sneak in and steal that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, God damn it, <laughs> Sean. Sounds like your Red Dead guy's a very bad guy. First he's killing dogs, now he's killing innocents. So, yeah, I, I've not been as good as I wish I could be, and it sucks. It's it's a lot harder to get your rating on a rating up than it is to get it to go down. <laughs> so it's like, ugh, just have to give money to the poor or something. I don't know. Hey man. I believe in you. It's life is ha- hard out on the range, I tell you. I bet. I have to brutally murder some people. <laughs> oh, Sean. Okay, here's here's one more experience. So this I kind of had an inside information. Someone had told me about this house, but came across this house and this big old hillbilly w- white guy comes over. Hey, man, want to come in and have a drink? It's kind of weird. The music gives like an eerie feeling so you know it's kind of a weird situation mm-hmm. i was like well i want to see kind of what happens go in the house um actually his his um does it i don't know his he yells for this girl to come down mm-hmm. and you think they're husband and wife uh, because they're like very affectionate with each other and you're you walk in and then they want you to have a meal with you and to drink this drink. And at w- but the lady has to go up and change. And so then he tells you to go up there to this lady. I'm like, great. I'm going to stab you in the back right now or something. Mm-hmm. You go up. You talk to her. She's like, I'll be right now. Blah, blah, blah. Then there's a picture frame. Pick up the picture frame. It's a man. It shows uh, mother, father, brother, sister. So these two are the brother, sister. They're not married. It's like this cool, weird freaking feeling. Weird hillbilly Weird hillbilly stuff. And I had heard that this, like, in this game, you weren't supposed to, like, like, you didn't, like, these people do something bad to you. And at that point, I was, I was, like, debating whether to see where it all went. Mm-hmm. But at that point, I was like, I'm done. So I come down, pull out my double barrel shotgun. I shoot the guy. doesn't die right away. <laughs> then I shoot him again. He dies. And then I'm going upstairs, and the lady's in the bedroom, and I'm like, okay, I'll walk up, open the door. But then, like, I don't know if the game – basically, she came out and just stabbed me, and I couldn't even, like, shoot her. So I don't know if the, I have to replay that or if the mission's over. That's how it ends. But I died, basically. Um, and so – I don't know. Like, I've tried going back to the house to see if the mission, like, restarts or something. Mm -hmm. Or if I just blew the mission because of that. It wasn't, like, a main mission. It's just, like, a side quest. Yeah. So, in reality, I just murdered a guy and then essentially killed me. Whatever. 
basically what happens if you complete if you do the actual mission is that they um essentially get you drunk make you take some drug that knocks you out they steal some of your money from you and then Uh, you're supposed to go back and then then you kill them get your money back from them mm -hmm. and that's it but i was like sean don't play like that (laughs) i'm gonna kill these hillbillies i'm killing these hillbillies and getting out of here Oh, Sean. And I killed one and then got murdered. Sean, Sean, Sean. Life on the range sounds fun. Yes. Sounds rough. It's that's rough. I tell you what, when you have to ride like 10 minutes in a game to go <laughs> somewhere, it's fucking exhausting. Sean, there's fast travel in these games. I don't have it yet. <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. But uh, we should probably be getting out of here, probably moseying on out. Mm-hmm. Um, we expect an update next time. Oh, I think you'll get an update. Um, so, any last words? No, that's that's basically it. Yeah, that's all I got. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys for listening to the Pandering Talk. If you liked what you heard, please like and subscribe us and give us five stars on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts at. Otherwise, if you want to reach out to us, please hit us up at our Twitter account at Pandering Talk or our email account at panderingtalk at gmail.com. Plus, if you want to talk to Sean Dangler personally, hit him up at Sean Dangler. Jordan doesn't have Twitter because he's too cool for that. All right. Thank you, guys.